Hello and welcome to the Growing Pearls podcast. This is your host, Shaheen speaking. I am so happy that you're listening in today and tuning in. Whether it's your first time on this podcast or maybe you were here for the intro and the first episode, either way, I'm so happy that you're listening in and that you chose to click on this episode today. I originally had planned to do kind of a recap of the summer slash summer favorites, you know, going into books and movies and TV and beauty products, things like that. But I kind of, I didn't feel super inspired to do that. And maybe I'll do that for next week's episode. But this, this topic honestly came out of the blue. This isn't just an episode for the podcast for all of you listening, but it's also a message for myself. This idea came to me just in a moment of defeat. Of I've I've been home for about six weeks, and I've already just have felt it. I have felt just how the environment has been impacting me in. I wouldn't say the most positive ways and just feeling like I don't know how to deal with this on a day-to-day basis and just so easily wanting to give in to my emotions, um, not in a, a healthy way in terms of just feeling them and and letting them flow through me, but just feeling like I want to give up. I just don't, I want to just feel numb and to let myself just be bitter and kind of closed off to everything, but in that moment, um, as I came home today, I, I felt it, I felt it, I felt that discouragement and... I still knew I had a podcast episode to record and I was just like, God, I don't know what episode to record. I literally have all of these ideas. I have an outline of all the podcasts and in order of what I wanted to cover. Again, this was supposed to be a summer favorites, but somehow I felt led to make an episode about not giving up that it was strange in this moment of upset and defeat I was like I want to talk about resilience I want to talk about not giving up and I don't want to be a self-help podcast in the sense of here's 10 tips or here's three ways you can You know, I just wanted to be real and to just talk about it and to offer encouragement. So if you're like me and you just feel you're in this state of wanting to give up, and this could be due to adversity in the sense of your circumstances are just weighing you down and you're not seeing a way out, but this can also be in a sense of you're just waiting for something good to happen. You are waiting for a dream, for this goal, for this this vision that you have to come to pass, and it just isn't. You have tried 
millions of times. You've put it all on the line and it's just not working. And you just want to see your dream come to pass and it's just not. I want to tell you, I have to tell you, don't give up. Don't give up. You cannot give up. You don't know how close you are. And maybe you aren't close. I'm sorry, I I don't know that. I don't know how far away you are from reaching your dream or from getting out of there or whatever the circumstance may be. But you cannot afford to give up. But maybe you are close. Maybe you are so close. Maybe you are one step, one millimeter away from from having that thing or making or just having that breakthrough. And you give up. You're, you're right there. And if you just try one more time, one more time, maybe you'll get there. What is, what is one more time when you've, when you've, when you've done 50 times or 80 times? Give it one more try. I, I really, I really feel that sometimes we give up right when we're so close, right when we're just about to make it. But I, I understand it's exhausting. It's exhausting to hope for something and to wish for something and to wait for something and for you to just constantly be let down, to constantly be rejected, to constantly hear no, hear, I'm sorry to inform you, to hear, unfortunately, I, I understand. I understand. But the thing what is really exceptional and beautiful about being a human being is that we have the desire to wish, to hope, to believe, to go towards these big things in life, to achieve, to be able to put in work towards the things that matter to us, the things that inspire us. I mean, that is so beautiful that we even have the capacity to hope which is why I'm encouraging you to not give up hope. I'd rather you hope and hope and hope than to sit in defeat. And of course, I mean, hoping towards the thing that you know will be good and to be healthy. I'm not saying to put hope into situations that are toxic or anything like that. But I mean to hope for that beautiful thing that you have been longing and, and searching and hoping for. Because the thing about the journey and in waiting, it's, it's the time will pass anyway. So while you're hoping for that thing, while you're, you know, putting in the hours, you're putting in the effort, why not do that with a feeling of contentment, a feeling of excitement? a feeling of embracing the journey rather than wishing it would at all end, rather than wishing away the present moment, which is the only real moment that we have. 
I encourage you to to try to see this this time in between the thing you want and not having it now is to not throw away your life, to not throw away the present, to not throw away what's in front of you. And I, I know right now I'm talking a lot more about hope and dreams and and waiting and that sort of thing. And I want to talk touch more on resilience later and I will. I I just want to open with this message and I just want to completely just speak from the heart, speak for where where I'm coming from. Um there are so many things I'm waiting for and working towards and just constantly telling myself to not give up in life, to not give up the things I'm working towards and building and in terms of family, in terms of money, in terms of relationships, I've just have been feeling a lot, a lot of losses in those areas. And Sometimes I have those creeping thoughts that say, well, maybe this is just the way things are. Maybe this is just the way things are going to be. And I can't let those thoughts win because if I do, then I'm already halfway defeated. I just feel so strongly about this. I feel so strongly that you cannot give up. Maybe you make videos. Maybe you make films. Maybe you make content and no one looks at them, you know, you've made hundreds of videos, posted hundreds of things, and there's just not a lot of engagement, there's not a lot of people tuning in, and I just want to encourage you to, to not stop. You cannot stop. You never know when one video might break through and reach a lot of people, or even just reach one person in a very deeply impactful way. But if you give up now, that might not happen. It might not come to pass. The thing, the thing about giving up, the thing about if you say, I'm done with this, I don't want to do this anymore, this isn't working, etc. And just staying in that place of defeat, staying in that place of being closed off and, and bitter and just done. When you close your heart, to having hope you close your heart period and you close it to also to the opportunity you close it to the possibility of that thing that you're hoping for to happen you close it to you close it off to light and to happiness and to love and all of those things if you throw in the towel period if you accept defeat you're not just saying no to the thing that you think isn't working, you're saying no to the possibility of it working. You're losing so much more from giving up than if you just keep going, if you keep trying, if you keep hoping. Then, then at least you still have the possibility. Then you still have hope. Then you still have light. Then you still have life and, and breath in your lungs and you're still going towards something. This summer in particular for me was very strange. I can't say that it was bad. I can't say that it was good. I think it was there was a mixture of both of those things. I think there was a lot of highs and there were a lot of lows. And I just between 
being a post-grad for the first time. I mean, I had lived through a summer where I wasn't, where I hadn't been in school because of my gap year, but this was the first time having this kind of indefinite, you know, break from school or just, you know, you're in the world and all of that stuff. And that was strange. And I also just dealt with this really strange and painful situation between me and another person, someone who I didn't really know very well, um, but someone that I liked in a romantic way, so to speak. And we we were not involved or anything or dating or anything, but the way that it was handled just ended in a very painful way for myself. And I wasn't expecting it. And I had already had just come from a place of feeling really defeated with relationships. I myself have never been in a relationship before. And, but I've just been, you know, in, I wouldn't say situations, but I guess times of having a crush and maybe them liking you back and kind of a weird flirtation going on or not a flirtation. Maybe it's just one-sided one person likes the other and you know all those kinds of things and stuff but obviously none of those situations ended the way I hoped which was which was a committed relationship and you know for a lot of those guys I didn't want that um with that person in particular I know it's kind of complicated what I'm saying but just still feeling you know kind of haunted from those memories, so to speak, with this person in particular, the situation I prayed to God, I was like, please just don't let this be another lesson. Please just like, can there be some type of happy ending for myself for once? Because I just have been ghosted and just burned and just felt dismissed by so many people in the past in this area of my life and I share all of this because you know that is a place where I'm also just fighting to not give up and I think a lot of people are fighting to not give up too in that area when it comes to love and relationships especially when you know people impact us in a way that really hurts and really leaves us feeling like you know, there's no good people out there or no one cares or that, you know, no one out there can handle my heart, my being kind of thing. And that has been, you know, one of the hardest places to say, you know, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep, you know, et cetera. But I just want to offer that, you know, it, sometimes it takes time. And I have just been feeling that for myself and that it's not an, an easy jump start for the heart and I just want to offer some encouragement in that area as well if that's kind of where you're at where you're listening to this that it's going to take some time and by offer again just this idea that if you close your heart then how will you open it up for the person, for the situation, for the job offer, for the experience, the dream that you are hoping for? If you close it off, 
you know, it's going to be harder to receive it. It's going to be harder to accept it as real, as whole, as beautiful as it is. If you throw in the towel and just remain in that bitterness. And I'm not saying to not feel your feelings. Feel your feelings in totality around the things that you're just hoping for. Around the things that are even upsetting you. I think process them. Feel them completely. Let them flow through you. Let them come in and let them exit. I really don't think you should ever stifle your feelings. I don't think you should try and sweep them under the rug and just try and work harder and ignore that they're there. I don't think that that is totally strength, but that's, of course, something we can talk about in a different episode. But this is just an opening. This is just an offer to you, an encouragement to you that I'm there with you. This is what the podcast is about. It's about growth together and you just cannot, you cannot give up. You can't give up. I don't know why. I don't know what you're hoping for, what you're hoping to get out of, what you're hoping to finish, accomplish, to see, but you cannot give up. You can't. You have to keep going. I'm sorry, but you have to keep going. No matter how long it takes, you have to keep going. Okay, so let's talk about resilience. I found this definition actually on Pinterest. Um, I really liked it, so I'm going to read it for you. Resilience. A quality that allows those who are knocked down by life come back stronger than ever. Rather than letting failure drain you, finding a way to rise from the ashes. I think that best summarizes the idea of resilience. I think you need that component of something, circumstances that are just weighing on you, knocking you down, and deciding to keep moving forward despite those circumstances that even though they persist, that you're going to learn from it. You're going to get back up every single time and face it and keep moving towards the thing that you want or just even moving forward in life from a character perspective, from a growth perspective to say, this is happening to me, but I don't have to succumb to it. And to rise above it and to find those solutions, to find the strength, to find the mindset to make it through. I want to address the biggest challenges when it comes to resilience and giving up in general. And I think time and patterns is kind of what trips us up. Time and the essence of, I've been doing this for so long. I've been hoping for this for so long. Why isn't this happening? And patterns in the sense of this, this keeps happening. I'm stuck in this cycle. I don't understand what's going on. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep reliving the same thing over and over. I can't keep hitting this 
this stumbling block over and over. And I think these are the these are the things that make us want to give up so much time. I've spent so much time. How long? How long? This is literally what David says. How long? Until. And patterns of over and over and over again, this happens. I'm sick of this. It's that feeling of just being sick and tired. And I think the first step is believing that things can change. Believing that you can change and that circumstances can change. Because if you don't even believe this, then you're halfway defeated. You have to believe that it is possible to get out of this. You have to believe that you are capable of getting out of this. You have to believe that you are the person who can do one more rep. You are the person who can take on one more challenge. You have to believe in that strength, that you can have that strength, that you can possess that strength and capability to push forward. For myself, going back to this financial journey I'm on to reach financial stability, it really hit me once I went to college. I went to um I went to a private Christian high school in which was sponsored by a friend of my dad's because we were not able to pay for that ourselves. I'm really grateful for this person that was able to step in and help me and my family so that I could have this high school experience for their generosity. I'm very thankful and very grateful. And you know, at the time, I never it never really dawned on me how much people were paying for tuition. And I just thought, oh, everyone is in a normal, I guess, tax bracket. I'm not really sure how to say it. And just not really realizing the wealth because it just wasn't as outright there. But when I went to USC, I it was almost hard to wrap my head around and some days... It is, you know, as a freshman, I, I, it's funny because I would see like my peers and other students, you know, with these nice clothes, designer clothes and just well off and like getting coffee every day. I'm like, how did people afford to get coffee every day? And it just blew my mind. But for them, it was just so normal. And, but for myself, I, I had this idea. I was like, oh, maybe like a lot of these students, they have like side hustles or maybe they all have their own business kind of thing. Because again, I was coming from this mindset of, you know, you have to work exceptionally, exceptionally hard in order to quote unquote, make it, you know, in life, which is a truth. That's not, um, that's not a false thing. But just thinking, oh, I'm sure all of these kids, like, wow, they must be doing something. And then, like, later I realized, oh, like, they're using their their parents' money or their family's money. And that just wasn't a thing for me to absorb because that just wasn't necessarily my situation. My family, you know, sent me money for the things that I needed. And I don't want to take that for granted at all at all all of the zells that my sisters would send me um and all of just the financial support that my parents were able to give me you know 
They gave me the most that they could and did the best that they could, especially for me to live in the city of Los Angeles, which is just extremely expensive. And just the fees and the costs of my university. So I am extremely grateful for them that they helped me. And I, and I, I just don't want to take that lightly, um, especially my older sister, Sheba, who would send me so many Zells and just so I could keep up with everyone, just so I could have those coffees and so that I could, you know, not feel left out of things. She was a very big financial support and I just want to acknowledge her right here, right now. And again, for my parents sending me money, especially once we were able to come back after doing Zoom for about 18 months, um, just my dad helping me with the moving costs of moving again back to Los Angeles and um, continuing to send me money while I was there, um, you know, whatever he was able to give, and to my mom as well, and to my sister Zipporah, I just thank you, and just want to acknowledge you. But just seeing, like, wow, some of these kids have allowances in the thousands of dollars, and I was like, this is real. And at the beginning, it perplexed me, and yes, it did discourage me at first, but I honestly am sort of grateful for that exposure because I, I was like, wow, this is possible. Generational wealth can be a real thing, and it's possible, and I see it, and, you know, this is something I want to be able to provide for my own kids one day. This is something, this is the lifestyle and, I guess, kind of comfort I also seek for myself. But I, I I didn't necessarily believe that until I saw that it was possible. And I think this is the first step because it just expanded my mind, in a sense. And, you know, I could talk a lot about wealth in class. And again, that would be a different episode because I do have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, again, from my experience, just watching this all. But it did show me that this is possible. Financial stability is possible, that there can be a life without, you know, fights about money or overdrawn bank accounts and that you can get coffee <laughs> every day, which sounds so superficial and maybe it is, but for me brings me joy to get a coffee with friends or just by myself to just have that five dollar cup of joy literally cup of joy there was this boba place me and my friends um freshman year would go to go cup of joy and it's just like wow it, it's possible and I think for anyone looking for hope or just trying to figure out you know this thing isn't working. Is this even real? Is this even possible? I encourage you to seek out someone who has done it or put yourself in places where the possibility is just endless, that it's real, that thing you're hoping for. Maybe you're hoping for a healthy relationship and you just have never seen one modeled. 
And I truly believe that once you do, if you're fortunate enough to see that, I think it just expands your mind. It shows you, wow, hold on a second. This is real. This is possible. And I'm a human being and they're human beings, so it must be possible for me as well. And the second the second thing I would say is about patterns. Maybe you are stuck in a pattern. And that's okay to go back to the drawing board and identify what the pattern is. Where what is what is often the starting point? And how does this quote unquote cycle pattern end? And where within that pattern, within that cycle, can I break it up? Where can I not complete the cycle, complete the pattern? Something that my therapist, my former therapist said, who I just cherish my time with her, what she said to me was about patterns was, you know where this ends. And that was really like, that rocked my world because it's true. With patterns and with cycles, we know how it ends. So why do we keep doing that? Why do you keep sabotaging yourself saying, I'm going to, you know, keep doing this thing. You know, it's not working, but this is what I know. I'm going to just stay at this job and keep working retail, just my problem. Because it works, I make money, it's whatever. But knowing, I know for myself, I'm not happy there. But it's like, I'm not stopping the pattern. You really have to identify what it is. Each, each and every step from beginning to end that gets you at the same results. That's what insanity is. Doing the same thing, expecting different results. And I just encourage you, as you're hoping and waiting and frustrated by what's happening are you are you the one self-sabotaging yourself allowing the pattern to continue and i say this with compassion you're not in trouble our minds want that consistency our minds love patterns they love they love can like just doing the same thing they don't like change our mind doesn't like change because our mind is built for survival and if things are constantly changing, it feels threatened by that and it wants you to stay in the same cycle. But what I believe about resilience is it's about mind over matter and it's training your mind in a different way and starting to adopt different patterns, healthier patterns, because your mind doesn't necessarily know the difference between good and bad. It's just, it just, recognizes a pattern and it's like okay this is the pattern so we're going to stay on this because this feels safe this feels safe and we like structure and we like stability and we want to survive so we're just going to keep doing this but it doesn't know that this might not be the best thing for you when it comes to living your life now if you want a good example of resilience what it looks like in day-to-day life I recommend looking at athletes. They have such a unique and exceptional form of mental fortitude that I think can be overlooked because the way they work, the way they speak to themselves and move is very exceptional and 
very specific. I feel that a lot of athletes have this mind over matter mindset, which is essentially that when you're feeling physically tired or just tired in general or the circumstances that you're facing with and just feeling it, just feeling in your body, I'm tired, your body saying, I can't do this. It's using your mind to override that and say, you can do this. You are capable of this. That even though my body is telling me I'm tired, I know in my mind that I can overcome this. Mind over matter. And of course, this isn't saying to overexert yourself to the point of harm. And this doesn't only apply to athletes in terms of physical movement. It, it, it applies to your circumstances as well. To say, I've had enough. I can't do this anymore. To say, actually, I can do this. I will do this. I'm going to commit to this, etc., etc. And bear with me as I kind of talk a lot about physical exertion. It all still applies. And there's this idea that I keep with me. I, I can't remember where I got it from, but it's this idea that our bodies can actually take a lot more than we think we're capable of. And that makes me think of this 75 hard challenge that's going around. Um, I'm sorry, I don't have the name of the creator, but for sure look it up just to give him credit. And part of it is doing two 45-minute workouts a day, one of them being outside. And when I first read that, I was like, that's insane. That's crazy. There's no way. But people are surviving. People have done it. And again, to just highlight so often we tell ourselves we can't do that. We're not capable of that. That's not realistic or that's not, that's not true. But Maybe you are actually a lot more capable than you think. Maybe you have so much strength in you that's just untapped. You, there's Maybe there's so much capacity that you're afraid to use or you don't think you have that you do have. If you just apply yourself, if you just... I sound like my African parents. Are you, But honestly, in all seriousness, if you truly almost pushed yourself not to the point again of harm or exhaustion where you're ineffective but where you pushed yourself to your fullest potential and you weren't afraid to do that you weren't afraid to be disciplined you weren't afraid to say no to your feelings in the moment and I want to go into that point of what I just said about feelings because I am not a supporter of stifling your feelings. I am not about ignoring your feelings and just going, going, going. I think I know that you should feel your feelings completely. This isn't about sweeping them under the rug. So often I have these feelings sad, happiness, etc., etc., and I let myself feel them completely because your feelings are not 
villains. They're just indicators of what's going on inside. And I think it's beautiful to let them flow and to just feel them and to experience them for what they are because they just want a life. They just want to be heard. And I can talk about this maybe in another podcast episode, but it's the difference of allowing your feelings to control your actions, which is what I'm talking about here with Mind Over Matter, and not letting your feelings dictate your actions or your behavior in a way where, you know, you're you're just careless and undisciplined and just letting your feelings control you versus letting your feelings have a life and letting them be felt and letting them be lived and as they should be, as they deserve to be. Your feelings are valid and important. Please feel them. Please let them have a life. Going back to this point of just having this athlete mindset, because of my experience in high school, I was surrounded by athletes. My school was a big sports school, especially football. And I participated in some sports. I did volleyball. I did palms. I did cheerleading. I didn't, I wasn't on the track team, but I ran with the track team. I went to their practices and just trained with them. And I'm not, trust me, I'm not like great at, <laughs> at these sports. Um, but I was just fortunate enough to participate in them. But it was just really interesting to, uh, uh, just observe being around athletes in the way that they think, the way they speak to themselves. When I first started practicing with the track team, they had this they had this rule that if you said I can't, you had to do ten push ups. And you know, I'm just coming into, you know, their kind of flow, like their world. And so when I heard that I thought they were completely joking, but they were not joking. We would be at the lunch table and someone said, I can't, and you'd have to drop down and do 10 push-ups. But that just goes to show how dedicated and how just aware they are of the, the words that they're telling themselves and the way that they speak to themselves. And for them to just not even allow for themselves to say that I can't was a marvel and that's part of resilience to say, you know, I'm not allowing myself to speak to myself that way, to give up. I'm not even encouraging that type of mindset, you know, and just from that and just observing the football players and the volleyball players and the basketball teams, there was just this mindset of I can and I will and I'm capable. And this is this is the kind of mindset that I've just been trying to instill in myself over the years and still am, especially in times like these where I just want to give up. And I just tell myself, you cannot, you cannot give up. Don't give up because you can and you will and it is possible. And it's just so, it's just so interesting to witness, even when they don't feel like it, they show up. They show up for themselves, for their team, and they put in the work. They do their reps, even when they don't feel like it, even when 
even when you're just not motivated to, to say, okay, I don't feel like this. I'm not motivated to do it, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it. it. That's is what is in my control, which is myself. And this is the thing that I want. This is the thing that I'm hoping for. And one of my favorite quotes is, let me see if I remember it. It's discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. It's strange this kind of place that we've found ourselves in from just talking about our dreams, talking about our woes, and coming to this place and asking for strength and talking about strength. But I think that is what it requires sometimes. It's not easy going after our dreams, and it's not easy to face adversity especially over the same thing over and over maybe rejection over and over just knows over and over and the only thing that I can say the thing that is in your control is to not give up to show up even though it's just painful and you don't have to necessarily show up as just happy and all of these things. When I talked about hope and still believing that things are possible, I'm not saying that as this positivity wash that you just have to always be cheerful in the waiting and in the wanting. No, be honest with yourself and how you feel. It sucks. It sucks. And it hurts sometimes. So... That's not me saying, you know, just put on this happy face and just smile and just force yourself to feel joy. No, that's not exactly what I'm saying. Yes, choose joy. Yes, choose to believe in hope. But show up as yourself. Show up in, in how you're feeling and where you are and in your honesty and just be honest with what it feels like and how hard it must feel. That's so valid. That's the only way we can show up is as ourselves and how we feel. You know, we can't hide that. We shouldn't hide that. And what I'm offering you today, if I can put it into simple terms, is I hope some of that hope that maybe you're missing, that you begin to think that maybe hoping isn't such a bad thing. I'm not even asking that you do hope. I'm even hoping that maybe you just think about it. That you kind of dust off from the shelf that dream, that project, your heart maybe, and begin to get back in that space of believing again. And resilience... I know that it's equated a lot with strength, and it is. It It's very courageous and brave to be hurt by life and to come back again. It, it might feel crazy to show up again, um, to get back in the arena again, but it's truly, it's, it's 
It's the human spirit, I think, to try again, to rise again. And I hope that you find that place within you, that place within you that doesn't want to give up, that wants to try again, that little voice that says, actually, maybe this time I can. Maybe this time I can, and I want you to just give some attention to that voice or to that inkling. I don't think that's there for no reason. So this has been the episode for today. And again, I hope that you have been encouraged. I hope that you give this some thought. Again, I'm really sorry. I know you're tired. I know you're defeated. And this isn't me trying to rush you, to rush your healing, to spring you into action right away. This is me reminding you why you started, why you had that dream, why you had that desire in the first place, and to not let go of that. You cannot let go of that, and this is this is all I hope that this episode did for you, was to just encourage you to open up that book again, to start that project again, to look at that house again, to call that person again, to go back to the Pinterest boards you made about that thing, to, to know that this pain or the season that maybe you just are done with, you don't want to do it anymore, and you just want to move on to the next, that I understand. And to just know that it's not the time for you to give up on yourself, especially because it's hard. This is the time for you to really pour back into yourself, into what you hope for, what you desire, to pray about that, to reflect on that. This is not the time for you to give up yourself. Do not give up yourself. Do not declare defeat. If, if you're in that place of just pain and just exhaustion, this is not the time to give up at all. In fact, the opposite. And just thank you again for listening to the Growing Pearls podcast, this baby of mine, and I hope that you stay encouraged. <laughs>